We're about to go. You good? I'm perfect. My name's Mark Copes. I'm Andrew Baxter. And, and this, this is Puppies. We're no. way too early. We, we got, we, uh, what is it again? Puppies, Puppies and Wolfman. That's the name That's what's about the same. Show. It's the show about wow. absolutely anything. What are we talking about this week, Copes? This week, we are preemptively talking about Doctor Strange. We're also going to talk about why startups fail. Cruise ships. And lastly, exploring new worlds. Although I think we should have... Uh, we should have organised that because those two are pretty similar. Not, they're, they're not. They're I can, not. I can assure you they're not. Okay. Well, <laughs> I didn't say that and for me she thought, I reckon they're going to no. I gave you a little clue when I said it, but you might not have picked up on it. Mine was already, mine was already pretty. Yeah, I'm, I, yeah, I don't know what I'm going with that. Anyway, how's it going, coach? Good. Now that we've got the beer, it's very, it's very humid lately. It is, it's. The weather has sucked. We had this massive storm last night, though. Yeah. Did anyone tell you about that storm? Like, did, did anyone say, hey, no. Max, did you know about the storm that's coming? No. I just kind of got to, to uh, Frisbee last night. And I was just like, oh, that's, those are some pretty cool clouds over there. You don't get Yeah, crazy. And I, I literally had the thought, you don't get weather formations like that back in the UK, which you, I then realized that is a really, really stupid thought to have. <laughs> Yeah, I feel like the weatherman missed the boat on it. It was it was just like, oh, by the way, there's a massive storm over yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Like this inexplicable humidity, this 200% humidity. Like there is a reason for it. It turns out it's a thunderstorm. Yeah, and then you just like just going, oh. that. that normally when you see something like that on the horizon, you're like, well, oh, crap, I better get home and get everything inside, get everything t- tied down. No, this one took ages to get here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, so I saw it. was it- the biggest, four, longest foreplay ever. Yeah, like it, it did. I, I, was, I did get a bit bored of it. Yeah, I was over being awake by then. I was ready to be asleep. Definitely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was. So we saw it. I saw it at like at six o'clock when I first saw it, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then yep, rain didn't turn up until like half eleven. Yeah. So you, it was you just pretty, can't leave us that, that long. Like you need to. Whenever I have a big storm like that, I always unplug everything just in case you yeah. get a power surge. And then I always get a little bit disappointed when there isn't one because I'm like, oh, I could just left it. I've in. never, I've never battened down the hatches. That's never that's been like, a thing. That's literally all I do. I'm just like, I don't care if any windows break or anything. I mean, they probably won't. It's your But I do care if my Xbox gets fried. Have you ever heard of someone say that's happened? Uh, no, not personally, no. Yeah, I've never either. Just always have. Yeah. Like whenever we had them at home, it was always unplug all the computers, which mm-hmm. used to be a massive. Oh, great! Now I have to stop playing Command and Conquer. I have to, I don't know, read a book or something. Yeah. And then it, I do remember the point where suddenly, like, there's a power storm. Unplug all the computers, and you just go, okay, unplug the laptop. <laughs> just like, I'm probably just about the same going. age as you. Just saying, Command and Conquer, because I probably would have been about the age playing that. I remember distinctly if. There was thunder, and you were either on the phone or on the computer. It felt like you were cheating death. Like any moment, <laughs> you're about to die. That's <laughs> it. It's going to come straight through and eat you. So every every button press. Mind you, you say that, but people, you, probably you're probably die. more likely to get hurt from using your phone at a petrol station than you are from being on the phone in a light storm. I wonder. I wonder. Yeah. Then again, haven't heard heaps of people would use their phones at petrol stations? Yeah, every time they do it, I get scared. Nothing happens. Nah, he's probably more likely to win the loss. Even to the point, like, there's a point where I worked at the airport and we did this, um, a job at the airport. So they need to do an induction. And they had a video of a guy refueling a tanker. On his phone, probably. And and exploded and catastrophe, right? Like, he's on flames. He's running around. It's all in security. But I'm I'm sure it's quite possibly true, but I have my doubts. I've heard of these videos before because I, you know, what? But is it scare tactics? Well, 
pretty much. But I remember when we were the you know, when I was around at sixteen, obviously a lot of the people I knew were getting jobs, and some every now and then one of them would get a job at a petrol station, mm-hmm. and they'd be showing us videos of like this is why you don't use your phone, mm-hmm. and it does kind of lose its impact when you're going. I, I've seen like ten people on the phone outside and nothing's happened. Yeah, and you kind of say them like, yes, it is very <laughs> unlikely. It's incredibly unlikely. You could probably be on your phone here every day, and it wouldn't happen in an entire year. But when it does happen, then you're going to be on fire. And how's that going to feel? But you know what? Like, why make petrol that's got a that's got a trigger that's the, the alarm? Like, not not a very good design petrol, is it? Like, make petrol that's not have that action. You, you want to make petrol that isn't flammable. <laughs> My phones. Yeah, I've, I don't know where I was going with that. I don't, I don't know where you're going with that. I think I think what you're trying to advocate for there is electric cars, but you're doing a very bad job <laughs> of it. Electric mm. cars. I want to be able to refuel them up with flammable liquid. Battery acid's fine. Okay. Battery acid. Well, you're gonna have to change batteries out anyway for most of them. Last the, the last time I heard about it was that uh, electric cars need their batteries replaced every five years. Okay. They need to be charged up in between that, but like after five years, that battery's gone. Imagine trying to change your fuel cycles. tank that often. Well, that's why your phone battery doesn't last as long anymore, right? Eh? Because yeah. after so many cycles, it's just... It's had it, yeah. Mm. I mean, the trade-off is we get it to recharge a lot quicker, but yeah, it mm. does stuff. Most of the time, though, your phone wouldn't last too long anyway. I'm on pretty much a two-year life cycle for phones. Yeah. Yeah, like I've had mine for, what, uh, over a year now? I'm And I'm genuinely... Every time I'm looking at like getting a new case for it or something, I'm like, well, I'll be getting a new one at the end of the year. Could just just not, could just leave it and just just wait. It'll be right. Stop worry. I'll I'll upgrade. I'm assuming by this point I'll be a lot further behind on tech than I am now. Mm-hmm. But although right now, so I'm on a iPhone six. I look at the iPhone seven and go, yeah, that's the same phone. Nothing changed. I don't think they upgrade that much. But yeah, I must admit. Just going back to the heat. I do feel a bit of an idiot right now. I am wearing <laughs> the rice pack on my head. So for your enjoyment at home, listeners, we have turned the aircon off. Anyone who lives in Perth will understand that that is a big problem. I hope you're satisfied. Although yeah, it's... The main problem at the moment is the humidity, but we have got ice packs. On head? You're wearing one on your head. You got your knee. That's good. Yeah, well, I wanted to have it in my groin, but mm-hmm. I didn't want to do it's that cold. with you looking yeah. at it and then we've got your socks now on the microphone yeah i don't know if that's gonna help <laughs> <laughs> we've got it looks like i can't take it seriously <laughs> we've just got like you've stuck like, your foot out in front of me so i was just I, I i wanted to reduce the profile of the microphones so i put a sock over them instead of having a pop a pop shield and yeah that's uh that's happening and uh, when the sock was rolled up it did look like a penis let's just say that when i was looking at getting proper like little muffles for them. Uh, I found it very easy to find them on the internet. And then I realized everything I found was in the US and it was going to be like, oh yeah, so you're going to spend five bucks on this and it's going to cost you $50 shipping. shipping. Oh, great. And how long is that going to take you? Three weeks. Like, what's the point? (laughs) Why is the point? Why why does Amazon do that to you? It just goes, oh yeah, you can buy this and this. It makes you very very excited. And then goes, oh wait, here's the price in Australian plus shipping. And you're like, oh no. I'm so happy. Well, I'd, I had glimmers of being a bad customer, Amazon customer in the States because, oh, I might have told this before, but you know how it's after $25, it's free shipping, or at least it was at the time, mm-hmm. and it would just collate. No matter where, what you ordered, where it's from, if it's combined over 25 it's free, and pretty much delivered in two days. 
Yeah. But now with the Amazon Prime, from what I hear, the the subscription, you pretty much get it the same day. It's ridiculous. Yeah, I'd love to have that. Ridiculous. There are some things in the US where I'm looking and going, oh, it'd be good if I had that. Why, why do I have to live in Australia? Oh, yeah, nice beaches. Oh. But yeah, all the things, that, um, like when you listen to podcasts, the amount of things that gets... I'd give up beaches on that. for Amazon. I'm I wouldn't give it up for that. Amazon, but I'd give it up for some of the other things they yeah. get, like, you know, a reasonable internet. That's true. The internet here where it's like, okay, you can watch Netflix or you can use the internet for something else. <laughs> choose. You, yeah, you must choose. Choose which. You cannot be playing on your phone while watching Netflix on TV. It's like, oh, you want to play some online games? That's okay. The nearest service in the same country as you is in Sydney. <laughs> it shouldn't be that bad. Oh. Yeah, I, I, some, things make, some things about America make me very jealous, but at least we don't have as many guns. Anyway, <laughs> on that note, have you seen Doctor Strange? I have seen Doctor Strange. There's I saw no it guns it in out. Doctor Strange. Uh, wait, wait. I'm pretty sure there is guns in Doctor Strange. Is there? Yeah, there must be some in there somewhere. Probably. If what did you think? Out of out of um, ten bananas, how many out of ten bananas, give? I'd say that is the full banana split. Would you give it ten bananas? I'd give it ten bananas wow. with sprinkles. I loved it. Is it is it on the list? No. No? I'm very You can't give something ten out of ten and say it's not on the must so, watch list. <laughs> so so I'm I'm very picky about uh MCU films, Marvel films get a bit of a hard time to get onto that list just because I re- rec- I realise that a lot of people won't be interested in it. Okay, so it's they've not, got a handicap system by you. They so. pre- they they pretty much do have a hand- I mean, they are the best films in the world. Okay, that was, that's them, a pretty large hand. And if you don't see the, if you don't see them, you're an idiot. But I'm not going to be like, oh, you need to every person I see, oh, you need to go see Doctor Strange. So the oh, list at the moment is, uh, you can't remember, can you? Matrix, yeah, Social Network, yep, Interstellar, and Interstellar, Inception. Inception, and every Marvel film ever made. Uh, I wouldn't, uh, no, I don't, don't, I wouldn't worry about Hulk, uh, the Hulk, or four number one, or four. There's about three two. Hulk movies, isn't there? Yeah, they kept on trying that one, didn't they? I'd put if I had to rank the Marvel films, I'd say that my favourite one was Civil War. So these ones are out out to date. Mm-hmm. Civil War, Guardians of the Galaxy. So this is in descending order. Uh, then it gets a lot harder. As I can see, Iron Man. Oh, the Iron Man one. I'll just I'll just put Iron Man in, in all three of them in the next group. They're just all like I can't choose between them. I love them all. Uh, and then we got like Doctor Strange, and how many have I got left? I haven't, uh, and that's before I even get to Avengers. I can't decide. I li- <laughs> I've literally decided. I've remembered all the films, and I've remembered I don't which know. Which is your favorite I, child? It, it is pretty much like which is your favorite child? It's like well, obviously the one that's the most successful, but I'm not going to say that, am I? So when you see like the the picture that says these are all the Marvel films playing in the next five years, you pretty much wait yourself. Yeah, I've gone for I've gone to that Wikipedia page many times. <laughs> I. I know which order they're coming out for the next like phase and a half. I know who's turning up in which one, but don't Jeez. test me because I will forget. <laughs> when, I, when I say I know who's turning up in which one, I mean like I remember the face that's going to be in this one as this character. Mm-hmm. But if you ask me what the character's name is or the actor's name, no. no so what did you like about Doctor Strange? Doctor Strange was a great combination of action, humor, and it was just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. And visually, it was, it was out, I out, do wish literally I saw out of this world. Cinema. Did you watch it in the cinema? I watched it in the cinema. I kind of wish I did see it in the cinema. I reckon it would have been yeah. Bola. It was yet, yet again, though. I went to see Doctor Strange by myself. So it was the second time in a row that in the second time I'd gone to the cinema 
by myself that I someone has sat in my seat. I was so annoyed. I'm like, like, not today, buddy. Not walk, today. Like, it was it's twice of the two times I went by myself. Both times walked in. There's three people only. Only three people in the cinema before me. And I'm like, you guys are sat in my seat. <sighs> and they're looking at you and they're saying, you're here by yourself. <laughs> they, kind of, they kind of give you that look. You have no. You got, I kind of walk up to them because you're counting seats going one, two, three, twelve. Oh, oh. Uh, oh it's all right, guys. I'll just, I'll just, there's some spare seats over there. As long as no one else comes in, I'll just go sit over there. Make a point of like making them let you pass. Stand up. Yep. Yeah, I'm like, oh, you're not going to get out of this free. I'm not going to make you move because that would make me look like a dick. But I am going to remind you that you're mildly inconvenienced me. Oh, dear. Did, I, I kind of, I really like that kind of... Uh, well, it's not really Eastern philosophy, but it's like comic book Eastern philosophy. You know, like it is. It's very ancient Japanese, like in the hi- the hills, yeah. the mountains, sorry. And you have to go there and figure it out. Like, it is very much. There is this magic building mm-hmm. up in, and it, of course, it's in, it's in Tibet, isn't it? Actually, yeah. It is. Yeah, it's a site in Tibet. Well, yeah, so it's, it's, it's in, in Asia. And like, of course, it's this very ancient order, which is all very all-knowing and all-powerful in not the part of the world that took over the rest of the world in the colonial area but anyway suddenly there's this magic race that are there and they've got this unknown power that's just going to suddenly turn up mm-hmm. i did uh I, I did feel like he kind of learned his craft a little too quick like obviously they had to do it quick because he needed to be a superhero but, but is that like the same thing as with passengers when there's something which they probably could have put more effort into showing how long it took. More than likely. But yeah. in, but they had to cut it down. That's probably true. In the end, you know what has to happen. Yeah, yeah you're kind of like, well, we could sit here telling you about how he spent ages learning, learning, learning. But let's face it, you'll just be watching him read. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's not interesting. Well, instead, we'll just have a few gags where he just goes in and out of the library when he's not meant to. And we'll just make it a bit funny. And then we'll skip back onto the bit where we're going to be making magical dimensions and flying I did like... Stuff. it's. It's very lucky his name was Doctor Strange. Like, what yes, but the story wouldn't work otherwise. I know. What's the point? Like, what if his name was Doctor Stewart? Like, just, <laughs> like, but I thought the Strange Marvel would have something Dr. to do Stewart, with it. His first what name, I Alistair. Would have had a story or something. It was like, no, no, he's just a doctor and his term is strange. strange. That's it, Doctor yeah, Strange. He's, he's a bit of a dick. And no then... one's got around there going, "That's a pretty weird name." Well, how'd you get it? Like, what are your parents called, Mister and Missus Strange? That's strange. But when you were watching it, did you ever think that you oh, did they bring it up? But did you ever did it ever come across to you as, "Wow, this guy has a w- really weird and convenient name"? Like, did it, did they did that really attack you in the story? Because they kind of just go, "Oh, that's his name." I believe they call him, to me. And then yes. they call him, but then they call him Stephen Frages, if that's his name. I his hope it's that Doctor name. Doctor Strange. They got Scarlet. This character. is Doctor Strange. Did you hear that, Doctor Strange? Right now, we're going to call him Stephen for the rest of the film. <laughs> this is Stephen. Call your mum, Steve. <laughs> call your mum, Steve. Um, what re- did you? What are you going to give it out of the ten bananas? Oh, probably a. If I watched it in the cinema, I think I would have liked it more. I was kind of, initially I was drawn by the, the world bending, like the Inception style. That's obviously the appeal in the trailers yeah. that I love. I kind of wish there was a bit more of that, just because I love special effects. There was lots, yeah. but I just wanted two hours full of it, you know? <laughs> like, you, you wanted I don't to need get, a plot. So, just, so you wanted to see Inception again? Or Transformers. I don't care. Yeah, I, just, I don't need it, a story. It, I just need a female character and special effects. I said, all I want is boobs and flying buildings. <laughs> and that's Transformers. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A um, mechanical T-Rex. <laughs> the yes, I'd probably give it probably an eight. Eight out of ten. Because it was, I did really enjoy it. But that is out of like a ten, you know, out of a, a ten banana scale. Eight is still pretty good. Yeah, eight bananas. Like, I'd say. Bananas. Think if remember when you think about these scales, five bananas is it's worth watching. <laughs> Actually, no, five bananas is well above worth watching. Five bananas is I wouldn't tell you to not see it. Yeah. So like, if it was like four, I'd be like, it's not that great. Maybe I would, maybe I'd give it a miss. So we're a pretty accepting crowd, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> but you always like that. Whenever you like a film, you need to give me like, I'm gonna give it eight and nine out of ten stars, and you go on Rotten Tomatoes, and you go, "Whoa, that's a stupid score. <laughs> How is that so low?" And you remember it's actually on pe- a number of people who approved of it, and then some of them make more sense. Yeah. Although some Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles is still one of my favorite movies ever. I don't care. Very low approval rating. Not many other people <laughs> like it. But for you, but that that's the problem with that scale. You love that film. Mm-hmm. It's great. But your vote counts just as much as the other person who was just like, eh, don't like turtles. Well, this have I had this discussion with you? Like how I don't um, look at reviews for movies anymore. Neither do I. But I think we've spoken about it a couple of times. Okay. Well, but yeah, yeah, but like they don't I don't, because I don't want to go in with a with a. Well, basically, I don't. Even if I do find out what someone's opinion is, like. I don't give it any credibility because my my enjoyment of the movie is completely different to everyone else's. Did you hear about the game studio that wasn't going to send their games to reviews any uh, reviewers anymore? I think it was Valve or Bethesda. No. Bethesda, I'm pretty sure it was. Before releasing? Yeah, so they're not going to they're not So normally when you're making a game or film or anything mm-hmm. Obviously, you send it to all the critics beforehand to be like, hey, we'd like to say something about something. And they've just gone, yeah, we're not doing that anymore. We're just going to send it to um, uh, personalities instead. So, like, YouTube influencers. People, Let's Plays, all those people. And they're just like, we're just going to give it to them instead because they say nice things. And no one really trusts reviews anymore. Like, you get a review. You think of a a review like, a big game will come out like Battlefield, and suddenly it's all... 10 out of 10, five stars, the best game ever. And then for most of us, it's like, that's it's pretty much the same game as it was before. I mean, if you're a Battlefield fan, you're going to love it. But that's mm-hmm. oh, but that's, that's about it. And then you get some other games where they're like, no reviewers have even touched them because they haven't heard about it. And it's the best game ever. Yeah, I wonder how much of it is happening. And the also thing with the reviews is, how much can you believe a review when the game was given to them for free? Yeah. Like... There's got to be some, it's, it's some like part of the reviewer needs to be invested in this purchase. So there is there is one film coming out, ooh, today, coming out today, which has a lot of very good reviews. And I'm it, concerned it's got a lot of good reviews because I can't wait to see it. And that's Logan, the last mm-hmm. Hugh Jackman film of Wolverine. But you know Supposedly, there'll be I'd, strong I still negative want, reviews. There, there's been very strong positive reviews, uh-huh. which is concerning because they've now made their ad campaign of, all these reviews, look how many positive reviews, stars, 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 stars. And I'm like, oh no, I just want a Wolverine film. <laughs> don't ruin it. I don't want to know what's good. Although I've, there's a new Guardians of the Galaxy trailer came out. Haven't seen it. Not going to. Oh, I'm, I'm in full ignore any spoilers for Guardians of the Galaxy mode now. Some trailers these days also show a large part of the plot in sequential order. Like yeah. you can watch a trailer and that's your Cliff Notes version of a movie. Pretty much. Remember, if you've seen the trailer three times, you've seen the film. <laughs> Pretty much. Uh, uh, some of them, I mean, what was it? There's one, so spoiler alert for, oh, which film was it? 
Actually, so I take that back. No spoiler alert. I can't remember remember which <laughs> film I'm talking about. There's one film I looked up the cast list for it coming out soon, and I noticed there was an actor in it. Sylvester Sloan was in it. And I was like, oh, I didn't know he was going to be in it. Now I'm going to be waiting for him to turn up the whole time. And then forced past it and went, oh, wait, is, is it that bad? Maybe maybe I am getting a bit too personal about spoilers, but I have been burned really badly with some before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had that mistake of telling the kids I was going to watch Star Wars Rogue One uh, that night. Like this is a few weeks after I was out and they I won't say anything in case people haven't seen it. If you haven't it. seen Star Wars, if you haven't seen Star Wars... Uh, look away now whatever the equivalent is they're pretty much yeah she, they pretty much said, they all die <laughs> like oh good joke he's like no really they all die yeah really that, that's, that's we know that that's how it's and then happen. as the plot was getting to a stage where they're all getting in perilous situations I was like motherfucker <laughs> like they're all gonna die <laughs> he was right of course oh, they're shit. all gonna die um, the reason I brought up Doctor Strange wasn't actually your opinion although oh. I do value it <laughs> now nah, it was um because uh, as I saw all these magic things they were doing I you wasn't as impressed powers. as I thought it was going to be in terms of you know their abilities to contour things with their hands and, and spells and stuff and they can open doorways okay, to that, different that, dimensions that, that, that it can but what I'm saying is that it's not too it's the bending of the worlds like uh Amazes my imagination. I I, I, for memory, they can't do that in the real world, though. They can only do that in the other Right, direction. but what I'm saying, the visual uh, appearance of this world being bent, like, I could, I didn't imagine that before. Yeah. And it was cool to see. But this, this conjuring of spells, like, this is probably because I think that was the day we went and did the VR for the second time. <laughs> and I was like, I can imagine doing this in my simulation. And I think of it in terms of, like, how... Star Trek had... I, I wasn't a Star Trek fan, but what I got told, there was pretty much concepts of iPads in, in the Star Trek universe. So yeah, they had, like, I, I, tablets where they touched. Was ones, it was, there was GPS, tablets, onesies, and <laughs> oh, VR, onesies. because oh. they had they, they had all of those things in Star Trek. And then you look back at them now, and you go, oh, they called it, like, 20 years early. That's it. So I was thinking, like, maybe... Maybe with all this new technology now, like we're getting a bit stagnant and we kind of have an expectation like this tablet that we can scroll and click and everything. It's, uh, it's become too normal now. Like what's going to be the thing that blows us away? Can anything blow us away anymore? Well, VR's only going to do it for so long, I guess, isn't it? Yeah, Think that's what I mean. Now. The appeal's going to go. We're looking at, we watch TVs and we're watching films in full HD, 4K and we're just like, oh, that's pretty cool. And... You don't only have to go back, well, go back 60 years. What would that be? Da, 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 many, 57. You'd have small, you know, I think color TVs would only just started, but not many people would have them. Maybe color TVs aren't even around now. So people would be blown away by just having mo pictures moving. Mm -hmm. And now we're just like going, oh, I've seen it. <laughs> yeah, it's not new. You go, you've got dinosaurs on screen. And you're going, ah, yeah, was, <laughs> uh, Jurassic Park came out years ago. Although that film still holds up. I haven't seen that for a while. You haven't seen it for a while? No. Yeah, I'd say, I'd say watch it again, but don't watch it too closely. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But it, it holds up. Mm -hmm. you, you watch it and you expect it to be, like the, all the CGI stuff to be crap. But it really, it's, it's just a story that lets it down. CGI still still holds up for now. But mm -hmm. think about it. it. I was thinking about this the other day with um, films where every now and then we get a film come out and people are like, oh my God, this film's amazing because the technology is in it's great. 
one of the biggest ones I can think of recently was Avatar. Avatar came out and it was a massive one where they're going, oh, it's 3D. They spent 50 hours on each frame of the film rendering it. Ridiculous price. Ridiculous amount of money. And I think, didn't Av- did Avatar get the highest grossing ever? Something like that, just, I'd imagine. But I reckon if you weren't there at that time, so give it 10 years, we'll have people who weren't around when it I haven't seen out. it since my first viewing. I've seen it, I'm, I think I've seen it once, maybe saw parts of it again. I don't think people would be blown away by that. It's like, why is this film... Is it just like an animation? <laughs> like, yeah, they're, they're like, it's, just, it's just another film. I mean, especially seeing as... I, I didn't see it in the cinema, so I didn't see the, the really fancy 3D. Have I even seen it in 3D? But anyway, it was at the time, it was groundbreaking. This massive thing, really, really, really popular. And you look back at it now and go, I reckon that's going to fade away. Whereas other films where they haven't got the big... They haven't got that kind of vice of we've got this new technology we're using to make the film. If they've got a really well-told story with good acting, good directing, that will that will have more staying power. Do you think Avatar two will have nearly the appeal of Avatar? Oh, I, I think Avatar two will flop. I don't think they'll even finish it. I mean, the story wasn't exactly that great, was it? Well, I can't remember it to be honest. They're blue. Have you seen Pocahontas? No. <laughs> it's the <laughs> same story. <laughs> we turn up on place where there are native peoples. We are going to take their stuff. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> Blinky Bill, pretty much. Anyway, I've been watching something new recently. Mm-hmm. I got put onto a, se- a series called Silicon Valley mm-hmm. by some guys at work, which is a HBO series about uh, Silicon Valley. Yeah, it's about Silicon Valley. Oh, uh, <laughs> Must have I mean, seen that. You, you know. <laughs> so that's and that's got in it. They've got a startup. Uh, great series. Anyone who's interested in tech, watch it. You'll love it. I think of it but as like HBO. HBO, yeah, you have to go and find, find a way it. to watch it. Yep. Yeah. HBO. So I I got it off Google, the Google Play Store. Huh. Not the cheapest way to get it. Probably mm-hmm. I probably could have got it marginally cheaper elsewhere, but the most convenient. Mm-hmm. Just go buy it, click, got it. Yeah. Which I, I used to be really fussy about doing that and go, I I don't want to buy that because I'm spending money and now I'm just like, <laughs> do that, have it. <laughs> It saved my credit card details. It's so easy. Yeah, you just just press one button and then. How oh. willy nilly do you put your credit card information online now? Oh yeah, you don't even look for if it's a secure connection. Do you remember trying to convince your parents that if Ooh. I give you the money, can you put can we buy something off the internet for credit? My card? first purchase was Game Maker. Game Maker. Christ. Yeah, I got my my parents to buy a copy. It was twenty five dollars for a license when they first made license. Wow, for it. inflation. And <laughs> it was a big deal, and I had to pretty much convince them that. Um, no, putting your numbers safe. in here will not lose all. No, your money. I had no idea if it would or wouldn't. I wasn't <laughs> sure. <laughs> but it's the I internet. Reckon, Who knows? But you would have told them that it wouldn't. Oh yeah, I don't know. It wouldn't. And uh, and like, I'm pretty sure we like kept checking their balance or their card or whatever to make sure that you know. That Put the numbers in immediately. Cancel card. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Every purchase had to cancel the card. It's really annoying. I um, remember the first time I bought something and I was really nervous about it. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure it was buying an album of iTunes. And at the time, I was like, is this a good idea? <laughs> I really want the album. Uh, I probably could get it cheaper elsewhere. So I could just go and buy it in the shop. But maybe I should go to do that. And then eventually, the point, I'm only going to save myself like three pounds. But So maybe I should go back. <laughs> Going back forth over and over and over and over again. Eventually, buy it. And then I'm like, what have I done? <laughs> I'm like, That's it. And then two weeks later, I'm buying an iPod online, <laughs> buying this. Like, it was a very slippery slope. 
That's exactly how it is. <laughs> yeah, and now subscriptions have come around. Oh, dear. Oh, I've got a lot of subscriptions. There. I signed up to Humble Monthly. Oh, I'm jealous of that. Like, Yeah, you, you say that, but I haven't actually used the game I bought from That me. is what I've become aware of. I wouldn't have time. But Neither do I. I think it's a very interesting observation I heard that people buy um, the image of themselves they want to be. Yes. So when I buy games, fuck, I don't, I don't play games. But you want to? I want to. I reckon you're probably the same with clothes, aren't you? Mm, don't really buy clothes. Uh, but but books. I, say, I, I want to read books. Heaps books. of books I haven't read. What else would it be? Mm. Oh, so, so for me, it's clothes. I go and buy. buy like, I want to be that kind of person. I'm going to go buy those clothes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely. That's definitely a thing. And then we don't use them. Mm-hmm. The amount of times I've gone out to buy something like this is going to be a new way to lose weight or make some exercise, and then it just gets sat in a cupboard, and it's it's you know. It's, just gonna live there. Yeah, it's sad. Well, so I'll probably see like six things from here that I could do that with. <laughs> anyway, Silicon Valley. Silicon Valley, right? So in that, there's a story of a startup, and it came across at one point because at the beginning they're all talking about how everyone in Silicon Valley's got a startup, and it kind of makes sense that everyone's kind of because because if you're there, lots of people are making money. Lots of, there's a lot of people making huge amounts of money because they came up with the next special app the next Uber, the next Facebook, anything. But then everyone there is just trying to make make their startup because they want to have the dream, right? It's like people who went to Hollywood. You've got all these people there wanting to be actors and actresses and they're all just flooding in, flooding in and they're like, I'm going to make it. But the problem is with startups, I reckon most of them fail because they're trying to make, they're not trying to fix a problem, they're trying to make the next big app. So in fact, they're at, instead of fixing a problem, they're creating a problem. There's an example in Silicon Valley where a guy's like, my app is, it tells you where you parked your car so you can go find it again. And the guy talking to him is just like, couldn't you just, just, so how does it work? Oh, well, if you've got, if you've got this technology in your car, then it'll remember where your car is. And if you don't have it, then you just, you just type it in. And he says, so, so I could, I could just write it down. Well, yeah. You know, so when I was watching, I was like, that's, that's what's going on. Everyone's just like, oh, I need to make an app. I absolutely have money. I need to make an app. I'm going to make billions. I'm going to make the next Flappy Birds or something. And you're going, don't try and think make an app. Do what Dean Kamen says. When he gets up in the morning, he doesn't get up saying, I'm going to invent something. He says, I'm going to fix a problem. Mm-hmm. That was my big quote that I was going to have for the whole thing. What oh, do you think? You blew it now. <laughs> you, we can't say it at the end now. Damn it, I forgot. I was going to say <laughs> Edit. We'll just cut it, put it at the end. <laughs> find a problem. Is that what you think? No, not fi- no don't find a problem. Solve a problem. Solve a problem. Don't make a problem. There's too many startups and com- young companies going, I'm, I'm going to make this company. It's going to work. It's going to be great. And you're going, you're not actually changing the world. You're making it a worse place. That's true. How many apps do you have on your phone that you use in heavy rotation? Mm, probably a few. Like, you know, probably a handful. I think I could probably name like five or six that mm-hmm. I really use every day. But I've got lots on there. But you got lots on there, but some don't of them use don't them. use very much. Yeah. How good would an app have to be to get onto your top three heavy rotation? Yeah. Well, pretty big. It'd have to be pretty big, wouldn't it? It'd have mm. to be life changing in some ways. So having an app I to tell like you where to, to park your point, car, yeah. or having an app to tell you how long your dog's been outside, isn't going to change the world. <laughs> but this is the thing, like just about that find your car part, like novel concept. Have you ever not found your car to such a point that you've walked around aimlessly 
and days have passed. Did I tell you the time I forgot where I parked it, left it parked somewhere for an entire week and didn't find out until I went to look for it where I thought I'd parked it to find it wasn't there. God, you that was scary. App. You need an app. I needed an app. <laughs> I needed an app to say, hey, you parked your car on campus at the uni. You need to move it now. I love how Google has that on the Google Assistant on the Nexus. And it it's, says, getting, it's getting more scary about yeah, that. Yeah, but it, occasionally it says weird things like, hey, your car is like... a." I'm 20 meters away. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yes, it's in the driveway. Yeah. And then, but this, uh, what I don't like about it is how it's somehow able to tell when I get in the car. Because mm-hmm. my phone now, like, it won't, it, if when I get in the car, it will tell me, hey, uh, so I get up in the morning, get in the car in the morning, it goes, hey, it's going to take you uh, 24 minutes to get to work. <laughs> get, I didn't ask you. And you're like, how do you know I just got in the car? Uh, and then it will go like, Next, the next time I get in the car on the way home, he goes, "Oh, hey, I'll take you, get you, uh, take you twenty-four minutes to get home. Probably a bit longer, you know. Usually traffic in the afternoon, but it seems to be getting really, really good at telling when it's no beyond when I've walked outside. It's like it now knows I've got in the car. When I wake up in the morning and turn my phone on, it doesn't tell me that. I walk out here, clean my teeth, get some stuff ready. Could be also time-based. Do you go on the work at the same time? I get up. No, I get up different times today. But every but you get in the car. But as soon as I get in the car and then look at my phone, yeah. that's when it's like, oh yeah, you're a uh, it's going to take you this one to get there. Like, How do you know? What is telling you this? Because we're watching Andrew. It is watching me. It knows It knows where my car is. It's scary. Oh, my car doesn't hear the app. But imagine, good... imagine how long it is until they start talking to you about more things like that. And people will just be used to it. Well, what's people, when people are going to be talking to you, your phone will just not just be like having a read on the screen when your phone will just be like, hey, you're going to be late for work if you don't leave soon. <laughs> Gentle reminder. You know, and eventually that will be normal. Well, apparently um, Amazon's got the thing. Is it Kobo? Oh. Echo. Echo, that's the one. Apparently, like, I only know about it through podcasts and they like they kind of rave about it. I've heard lots of things. From what it sounds like, it must be much better than I've seen anything else ever be I think it's the equivalent of what the Xbox does but better <laughs> but yeah it's just more of an assistant it can but did you hear the story about it uh, buying like buying loads of loads of dollhouses from people no did you hear this no so someone some some child was playing with her dolls in a house and was talking to the Alexa like like a child probably would you know it's, it's yeah, a bit it's of like novelty a human, yeah. you say hey Alexa oh, well, some people call them Alexa. Hey Alexa, say this. And apparently she said something along the lines of, "Hey Alexa, would you like to play with, play dolls with me or something?" And the Alexa just went, "Okay, I've just ordered you a dollhouse, <laughs> purchased a dollhouse off Amazon or something, sent it." And this story made the news. Right, so it's on the news, and then the news newsreader says all the child says was, and then said the phrase, and then didn't apparently ordered some it ordered some like five thousand or more. Dollhouses from people who had Alexas in their house listening to the no news. Way. <laughs> yeah. No way! Yeah. I think it happened twice as well. Because <laughs> when they that's told them about crazy. that story, it happened again. So that's why you might hear some podcasts or things when they, they're, if they're talking about the Alexa, they won't say the name. They'll just say, talking about that assistant. And you'd say, assistant. That's not, hilarious. That's actually it hilarious. But imagine that, it on the news and just be saying, well, all she said was this. And then, oh, that wasn't a smart move. <laughs> and that's how human civilization died. Yeah, that, this is just like that. It's all down here. All downhill from here. Hey, folks. Alexa, I wonder if humans never existed. Okay. Well, I think about yeah. it. Are computers going to care? <laughs> no. Are computers going to get set? 
if then computers get self-aware, are they going to A, see us as a threat and wipe us out, or B, literally not give a shit? <laughs> and just be like, no. hey Alexa, would you mind if we just completely disappeared off the face of the earth? Okay. What would it, what would it bother me? I don't care. <laughs> and then that's it. They, it's, they're just going to start pushing us down the stairs. Well, or actually, maybe not pushing us down the stairs, but maybe they'll just be like, what do you mean? Why do you need stairs? We don't need stairs. We just go straight down the wall. Uh, no stairs in this building. <laughs> I don't understand how, like, uh, I don't really understand how AR works. Like, I don't think, I understand that there can be machine learning and it can track habits and, and patterns, but I don't think. I think it only tracks certain patterns. But in terms of, like, I'm not sure if I believe if, and, and a machine can have AI. AI, for me, AI by definition can't exist. But that's, but I think, but having seen, since I made that opinion, I've seen technology come a long way. What you need to be able to program AI, though, is you need to have programming that can program itself. Because at the moment, any program you make will only be able to deal with situations you've told it to deal with. Mm -hmm. When you get given this option, do this. You need to be able to tell a computer to take any option, uh, oh, sorry, take any incident or any event and infer what you should be doing and think about it. So that's when, when you get to that point, you're going to get to uh, artificial intelligence. In fact, there's a very good book that I've been meaning to get back to listening to on Audible called Super Intelligence. Mm -hmm. And that talks, it doesn't talk about the details about how artificial intelligence is going to work. It's not going to say, here's how you make a machine. You put go into open up your Visual Basic Studio and you go type in it. It's basically saying, if, vis if artificial intelligence existed could it work like this and then would this happen or would this happen and it's a very if you like the kind of techie ai things listen to that book so that's super intelligence by nick bostrom you can get it on a uh, audible do you have an audible subscription yep i bet you do yep how many books do i get off it not more than one a month <laughs> not even one a month how many books have i listened to recently none of this month is it, in a second. is it how much is it a month more than I'd like to say, okay, having, having, just, having say just said that I don't use it, don't I'd rather say. It. say. <laughs> yeah. But they're great. It's just that I listen to podcasts more. We were wondering about this the other day, or last night, she was talking about it. Because there's a few subscriptions that... How much do you think is a good amount for a yearly subscription of something? It really depends on what it is. Now I've had some subscriptions, I reckon I could quite happily spend a lot more on some. Most of my subscriptions are digitally based. Yeah, like I'm a okay. fan of supporting certain apps. Yeah, so but that and that I guess that would include things like Netflix, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. which you've got. So you've got subscription services where you're getting a service mm -hmm. through the internet. Yep, mostly. Yeah, I guess that's mostly what they are. And know. how do you know what the most expensive one of those of yours is? Well, I was thinking What's like mine. This one that I use probably the most that I've. Wouldn't get rid of any time. So it was the, the budgeting one I told you about before, YNAB. And I love it. And most people won't give two shits. But it is, I think, I think I got it for like 45 a year. It yeah, ended up being like five bucks US a month. I, I can see that being a... And five bucks a month? Worth getting. Easy choice. Especially because I know what it's about. And then yesterday I was watching uh, one of the NBL finals, the basketball finals. And NBL has a NBL.TV app. And it's five dollars a month to stream all nbl games yeah i've done this with the tennis yeah and what's the tennis one worth 
tennis cost me nine dollars for the for the was tournament it for the year. It might be for the tournament, but I think I get it for the whole year. I did the cricket Bargain. as well. Did it? Yeah, yeah. That, Easy decision. When you first get it, the first time you go, you're like. Just stop trying to get money out of me. I can go watch this free on TV, and then so I'm just like, yeah, I'll pay that. <laughs> yeah, this on-demand thing's not bad. And oh. I would prefer more of them. There's some things which I can't get that easily because they're tied up by Foxtel, mm-hmm. and or they're just not because we're in Australia, so they're not that widely out. I was surprised, both pleasantly and unpleasantly, about the Olympics app when that came out. In terms yeah, of, charged you actually, it was quite it? chunky. Channel Seven, how many? Quite chunky and quite slow in parts, but. For instance, when a Sane Bolt's final was on, I got it to send me a reminder, yeah. open up the app, and I watched it. Like, that's amazing. I, thought, I mean, yes, I could have just turned my TV on, but yep. <laughs> I must have been but, at a spot where I didn't have my but TV. The, the race is, what, 11 seconds long, and that's the slowest person? You say Bolt will have run it in like eight seconds. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's, You'll have missed it quick. in the buffering time. Exactly. No, well, it actually worked really good, so I was surprised about that. But I think that's great. And... Just the other night, I pred- well, I won't say I was the sole predictor of this, but I really thought this was going to happen, but I'm very surprised it's happened so soon, is that I was watching the NBA the other night, and they had a little thing said NBA VR. I was like, what's this? And you can get passes to games and season passes for a VR seat at the NBA. No way. How sick is that? Would it? Uh, yeah, surely it's not going to be as good as we think. Well, it, but it makes sense. Like, from a business point of view, let's say you have a boxing match. Yes. And ringside tickets are like, well, no, well, at the thousands moment, of dollars. Well, right? yeah, for, for a big one, they'd be horrendous amounts of money. So, But you could only fit 50 people around the very front but row. But that's why the tickets are so expensive. Because right, they're so exclusive. Right, right. But what if you could sell a virtual ringside ticket for 50 bucks and you could have unlimited amounts of them? You, you would need... make your net like revenue would be ridiculously more than your capped amount of fifty tickets. That could work for all kinds of sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the, what I reckon sport will be. There'll be like this arena where the players are playing and there's no bloody people in the stadium <laughs> and everyone's watching it. Virtually. And then they'll suddenly just be like, "Why are you watching people sports? I'm going to go watch Robot Wars." <laughs> Robot Wars, which has taken over the world. Do you remember that Robot Wars? I loved it. It was the English, it. wasn't it? Yeah. Is that by remember. the guys the same as White Dwarf? Red Dwarf. Red Dwarf. Red Red Dwarf, Dwarf yeah. uh, what was his name? Mm. Craig something. I love that show. It that was for us, it was like a late night show. Oh, for us, it was after, after school. Oh, man. It was like on the other side from The Simpsons. So how many kids do you think were influenced to work into robotics because of yeah, that show? I guess he tried to make his own robot once. Yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. I, I got as far as trying to hammer, uh, uh, trying to nail a wheel onto an old washing machine motor before I realised I was essentially trying to drive a nail into a, another bearing. This is now really hard. I'm bored. I'm going to go climb that tree. <laughs> I was only about eight years. <laughs> but yeah, I wanted to do that. I remember when I was in Manji, this was in high school. We did it for a couple of years. We did this. It was sponsored by Western Power. It was this uh, mm-hmm. uh, solar model car challenge. And it was basically right. a solar slot car. So you had, you had the time trial. So we're in the country. We're making this thing onto the specifications and then you had to go to Perth yep. go on the time trial if you pass the time trial then you're in the race and you're racing all these other schools that have done it as well and basically you've got uh, there wasn't a price restriction I think 
There should have been a price restriction. Yeah, well, this is the thing. You're competing against all these weird things. I wonder if there was a wattage restriction. And some of those schools would have been taking it very seriously. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I think there might have been a wattage restriction on the solar panel. I'm not. There's something like this. But So we made this thing. It was two years in a row we did it. And basically, there was this channel that came up on a plywood table. And that's all you had to, to try and figure it out. So we had made this thing that, that went. I also had to hold an egg in it. And so to carry an egg. Uh, why is it all those things are always and you've got to carry an egg? Yeah. And we passed the time trial. We were stoked. And then this was at Forest Chase, actually. And there's a big one. And I was on the news. It was great. Ooh, we the because news. we didn't win. What? <laughs> we failed dramatically. We Ours had like a... There was a race today and this young gentleman crashed into a tree. No. like <laughs> like all these, all these schools, like they're super high tech. They're actually um, putting readers on top of the plywood track to get the intensity of the sun so they can choose what gearing to put on their motor so it's the most efficient. Because if you go too fast around the corners, you just fall off. It's like a stock car. Right. So it depends on the intensity of the sun, depends on how much uh, the solar panel delivers to the motor. Yep. And so depending on your gearing, it'll, it'll output that at a speed that's that's relevant. And we, we just had one set of gears. Like, ours was just gone. Just like, we took them off a lawnmower. We were surprised we passed the time trial. And, yeah, and we, ours was like, if it was a speed competition, we were going to win. But then there was a corner. And ours and it smashed to smithereens and, like, oh. the egg smashed. And um, I do remember uh, the year after... I'd finished sit form. I went back and one of my friends had done engineering and they had all done go-karts for one reason. And they were testing them down this hill. And I went along because of course I was going to go along to try out these go-karts down the hill. Why wouldn't you? And then I'd eventually be like going for my friend for ages. Like, oh, can I have a go? He's like, no, I'm still testing. Yeah, can I have a go? No. Eventually he's like, fine. Yeah, have a go. I mean, why not? Guess who went and crashed it into a big pile of earth? <laughs> he's just like... Uh, yeah, so be careful. The brakes don't work that well and the steering's not that great. So you make sure you're going to start slowing down pretty soon. And I'm just like, yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Straight down. Stop I'm just it. looking at um, going down, getting faster and faster and faster. Like, oh, I should start braking now. Brakes don't appear to be doing anything <laughs> at all. Very funny you told me about this. Great. I've got a choice of hitting a tree or a big pile of soil. The soil looks soft. Oh, man. Nice big dent. Is he happy? Of scratches. No, he was not impressed. Oh. Uh, yes. Yeah, so. I kind of thought he might be happy. No, he wasn't wasn't too cheerful. I mean, I mean, I got quite far up the up the little ramp. Oh, we're talking about machinery. In fact, we talk about cruise ships. Cruise ships. What well, do you want to talk about cruise ships? I wrote cruise ships, but I actually said cruise ships because. Um, Did you have the shits on the cruise ship? No, I've never been on a cruise ship. You've been on a cruise ship before? No, I've taken ferries. Uh, I feel like I want to like. I want to see what a cruise ship's matter about. I, I see a cruise ship as that is a way to spend a lot of money to be spending your holiday getting to your holiday. I I would agree until I discovered that you can go to Bali and just stay in your, ho- your hotel and have a good, like, it's still a good holiday. Like, you can go to a place and stay within the resort place yeah. and never leave and that still be a good holiday. Yeah, it can be if someone else is paying. If I'm paying and I get that, I'm like, well, <laughs> but a cruise ship does dock in other places. Yeah, and they're like, okay, so we've just got here at six o'clock in the morning, and you've barely slept because we've just woken you up. Uh, you might want to get off and get lunch quickly because we're leaving the port at three o'clock in the afternoon. <laughs> it's funny you say that because that is I've coined a term. I coined it this morning actually. Okay. Because um, is this because the QM was in Perth the other week? 
was it? Yeah, QM2 was in. Oh, wow. And it, yeah, it turned up like six in the morning, left three o'clock in the afternoon. Oof. And you're like, the what's the point around. in going all that way? And on a ship, it takes you a while. Mm-hmm. And they must have come, you know, this is Perth. Wherever they came from, it's a long way away. And they're here for like nine hours. And I hear that you have to go through security each time you go off and on. Like, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, so you say? This term is uh, based on, do you have coffee in the morning? I do now. Mm-hmm. Before work? Before going to work? At work. At work. It's the only way I get through the day. Okay. Okay. I normally have coffee before I leave. Yep. And so I've got my commute. I think I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Yep. I think you would easily know where <laughs> I'm going with this. And half an hour commute plus like, you know, 15 minutes before, like it's pretty good timing for the coffee to enter the body and then want to exit the body. And when it wants to exit, it's knocking those doors down. Yeah. It's, it's much like a cruise ship docking in a port. And saying, everybody off. You've got 10 minutes. <laughs> so as I race to the toilet this morning at work, and just, um, firstly, of course, uh, I used to say lay, lay the canvas, but I guess I was, you know, putting down the drawbridge by putting down the canvas yep. in the bowl. And then all the passengers came out at once. <laughs> No, all so <laughs> such in a hurry to get into the marina, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I was like, it's, it's like a, you hear this of like when cruise ships dock places, and it's like this peaceful little village, but for those three hours on that cruise ship's dock, it's just madness. It's, it's, people it's just, everywhere. It's just this cruise ship excreting people. Yeah, <laughs> greeting all over, like sometimes onto the floor, sometimes onto the walls. <laughs> They're just getting pushed out. Sometimes um, they come out in little bits. Yeah, sometimes all together. Yep. But anyway, that's the new term I'm coining. Uh, the cruise shit. <laughs> cruise shit. <laughs> and I think it'll stick. Uh, I think no that's good. That's going to go along with the cruise missile, I think. <laughs> cruise missile. Because uh, yeah, speak- pra- I was saying that. I was, I was, um, it just came to me, right? As I was around my co-workers. <laughs> and I said, oh, fact, I've, got a, be- I've got a cruise shit coming. You just thought you've never been on a cruise ship. You don't really intend to go. You're not, it's not like you've got one coming up. No. No reason. You haven't seen one recently. You're just like, I'm going to call this my cruise, cruise shit. <laughs> oh, and I just pretty much explained it how I explained it to you. I'm glad you gave a better reaction to them because they were just like, what are you talking about? <laughs> Fucking eight o'clock. <laughs> no time for this kind of talk. It's eight o'clock. We need more coffee. Like, That's making the problem worse. <laughs> yeah, it's not helping. I thought that about um, having meetings sometimes and I'm just like, how is it that people are going to have like so many coffees and then go into a meeting? Because if I did that, I'd be like, I guess it. I'm going to have to excuse myself at some point, and I'm meant to be a grown up. <laughs> I guess it makes meetings short, though. Like, <laughs> guys, this this has got to end by nine. It's got to end by, <laughs> by nine. nine. Seriously, I've been working out recently. And this is on a schedule. <laughs> yeah. There is no stopping that, that train. That's the, something I'll never. The only thing I can understand is because making coffee on work time is beneficial. And pooping on work time is beneficial. Yep. So it's a, it's a double-edged sword, and you get this bit of bit of um, awakeness in the middle. Like I guess that that makes sense. You get a bit of yes, you may now talk to me for a short moment, and I won't shout. At you. <laughs> a couple of weeks ago now, actually, this was a while ago. This time, or was it up just one week ago? NASA announced that they found seven new exoplanets. Mm-hmm. Now these exoplanets are meant to be like there's some of them in the habitable zone of that planet, so they might have life on maybe maybe yeah maybe fucking hell. they're only 30 light years away oh, I, see, I, see. I say only it's a relative term which means that i reckon it's within physics 
but we could probably get to those. You know, 30 light years, so if we were traveling half light speed, that's 60 years. But can we travel at half the speed of light? Physics doesn't say we can't. We don't have the technology. Right. But so how fast is the speed of sound compared to the speed of light? Not very much. Ah, damn it. The speed of light is, what, 3 million meters per second? But do you think, like, the speed of light is this this very round term we've coined? It's very understandable, but completely unattainable. It's, well, supposedly it's a theoretical limit for any kind of movement, but that's because of relativity, and I do not understand that anywhere near enough to talk about it on a public <laughs> forum. Things go fast, and then, then because of that, they're not going so fast, but then because of that, they can't go any faster. Something not bad. It's like saying, um, you know, one day I might own, have $20 trillion in my bank account. 20? 20 is not a big number. I don't know what trillion is, but 20. 20, is. 20, 20 I can deal with 20. Mm. Don't worry yeah. about the, the zeros after it. Just put a couple of zeros in the end. What do they matter? Do you think we might get there? I reckon that is, it is possible to get there. Very unlikely, and we don't have the technology right now, but we could. So, all, But do you, how long do you think it is until we even consider that as being a possibility? Well, they're considering it, right? Like with Mars? What, what? Mars. Did yeah, not. Did not no hear. I think I didn't know. Yeah, you wouldn't know. Did I? I think I heard. Um, oh, I think it was probably a podcast. That's all I get all my information. Let's from. just guess. Yeah. Default. Some, heard it on a podcast. Heard uh, on a podcast. Uh, Must be true. That's good. Yeah, there's got to be some slogan about that. Like, don't let details get in the way of a good story. The you know how the whole thing about if people would volunteer to go to Mars. Yep. And this person went around interviewing these people to see if they were like crazy or like why would a person and a lot of them apparently were quite normal and apparently they did a, a solitary um because if you were going to mars with a bunch of people you're going to be in a tin can with the same people for three exactly. years yeah god where did i hear this from it was just the other day they've anyway. done this they've done this as an experiment yeah but i've also heard that there was this like uh like solitary experiment where they were put in for like 18 months by themselves. And once you're in, you couldn't leave. Like once you board the space shuttle, that's it. You can't, you can't leave. You can't say no. Uh, these people are going to go mad. So once you said, yeah, I'll do this experiment, there was no backing out. How much are you getting paid for this? That would actually be one of my Well, how much are you getting well. paid to go on Mars? Like nothing. hundred Mars dollars. I, no, I reckon if you got back from Mars, you would be doing pretty all right for yourself. But you're not getting back. You'd be like, that's where what is telling my back you. pay? They're not telling you, like, this. The God damn it, how much is. airline pilots getting made, and all they're doing is just going around this little blue rock. <laughs> I went to the next one across. Haven't you read the iTunes terms agreement? <laughs> <laughs> Who has? Well, I, actually, I have. I had 18 months to spare. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Would, mm. I'm guessing but, from your tone, you would not do this. You saw Passengers, right? Loved it, yeah. We probably talked about it. I've forgotten. We talked about it not on the podcast. Ah, okay. Yep. We'll just leave it. But um, her, th this isn't like spoiler, it's just part of the story, which I guess is a spoiler. But <laughs> her thing was she wanted to go to a new planet so that she could return home and be the only journalist in the world that... Made it back. ...that has lived in another place. But the catch was that she would now be X years in the future and no one else that she knew would still be alive. So she is still yep. leaving the world behind. But she is returning to another world, which I've never thought of it like that. But these people going to Mars, they ain't coming back. They're not. You think they're not coming back? No. 
Well, it depends. There is a lot of hats in the ring for that. Some of them aren't coming back. Most of them are. Due to physics, though, you're kind of limited on how long your mission can be because you need to make the journey there and the journey back at the most optimal time. Mm-hmm. So when the planets are closest together. Actually, no, when they're not closest together, but when they're going to, it's going to take the shortest amount of time to get between them. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't explain <laughs> that very well. <laughs> when Earth is closest to where Mars is going to be when you get there. That's the best way to put it. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So I think three years is the time I heard. It's is that how long it takes. There? That's to get there and back. That's not actually that long, is it? I think so. That's three years. What were you doing three years ago? Can you remember? Man, I have been living in Australia for three and a half years. Yeah, could right? be on Mars right now. I could be on Mars, right? But if you think about it, all the time you've known me, mm-hmm. imagine all that time you've been in the box of the same six people. I thought you were about to say, "How about not this time?" Like uh, you didn't know I existed, and I would have said that's not so yeah. not so bad a future. Well, you, you, you cheers. <laughs> Think about that. How about all the people you don't know all right now? Be glad you don't know them. <laughs> you might have met. There's them a lot all. of nice people out there you don't know as well, though. So, you know. That is true. Swings and roundabouts. <laughs> there's, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a lot of incredibly pleasant people that you. You know all those places you don't. You're happy you're not. There's a lot of places you could be that would be a lot nicer. <laughs> Let's just say it could be worse, or it could be better. Yeah, it could be but, very but better. You, so you could be. Going, it takes you three years to get there, and you can only be on the surface. I think you're on Mars itself for like six months. Okay. So See, I thought the journey to Mars was going to be like 60 years or something. I didn't realize it was No, so your scale's a bit off. I think. Yeah, I don't Let's know. face it, it's not a solar power uh, box cart that you're taking there. <laughs> it would not Although be that'd there. be good for you because there's no corners. You just have to a straight line. <laughs> there, we, we, would, we wouldn't be <laughs> safe. I can assure you that. The hatch would be made of cellophane. That's <laughs> <laughs> made of cellophane. Just got, what, what's all these stores you got for food? Oh, Vegemite. <laughs> We're sorted. Oh. So you think three years isn't very long? Well, Mars. All right, we'll just shut you in my house for two days. See how yeah, you no, you're right. So would you go to another world? I if if I give the opportunity to go to Mars, hell yeah. Yeah, but what the thing? There's nothing there. Nope. But what are you gonna do when you get there? Go and have a look at rocks and hit some rocks with a hammer and bring the rocks back. Pretty much. The, let's you face want the it. Fame. You let's want face the fame, it. All I can really provide, you no, know, all I can really contribute to this thing is I have a vague hint of knowledge of geology. That not enough to get me on the mission, unfortunately. But it's not like I can go. Oh, I'm a chemist who knows all these different things, and I, or I'm a biologist. I can have a look at how plants can grow on Mars and stuff. All I can go is that's an orange rock. That's pretty much yeah. it. That's you guys need tech support. Yeah, tech support. That's <laughs> what I was <laughs> <laughs> Have you tried taking it off and on again? What, the whole ship? Yeah, give it a go. What's the worst I, that could happen? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, does your rover need a website? I got that covered. No worries. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> I think we could have left you out. <laughs> Just imagine that, being the one person on Mars who's used this. Every day, everyone else has got all these experiments to run. And like, what are you, you doing today? I'm it. testing things, these things in G.O.G. What are you doing? I'm seeing what these chemicals happen like when they're doing this. You know, so they're going, I'm just going to draw a webcomic, guys. <laughs> yeah, don't mind me. Uh, pre- do you guys have an iPad charger? I forgot mine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm charger. Right? You're the best. Imagine saying that. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1, blast off. No! <laughs> hey, guys, uh, did you remember to bring the internet? <laughs> There's nothing worse than like going on a trip and forgetting your phone charger. Yeah, the Wi-Fi would be terrible, wouldn't it? Oh, yeah, it'd take a while to download something. 
that desperation of being somewhere in a foreign country and you're trying to get Wi-Fi. You just, I, and I've been there where I'm just trying all the Wi-Fi networks I can find and just going, is this <laughs> password, password one, two, three? Password one, two, three. <laughs> just on all of them. I'm hoping. No, I don't speak English, English, but password one, two, three. Password way. one, two, three. Well, you'd be surprised. <laughs> that's true. I don't know why I assume that was, that's going has to Has it work. ever worked? Nope. Uh, it never has worked. One day, though. One day. But why wouldn't you want to go to Mars? Uh, I just, like, if it was set up, like, if there's a colony there, yeah. No, I asked, uh, that, that'd be boring. Have you seen Independence Day Resurgent? No, I haven't. Okay. Good. Okay, that's the end of that one. <laughs> that's, that's the end of that topic. Do you, do you, what were you going to say about it? <laughs> I enjoyed it. This is another movie that I know the critics' opinion is going to be shared. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure that was a review before they even released it. <laughs> Metacritic, <laughs> shit. <laughs> but I actually really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. You thought it was good? Yeah. Better than the first Independence Day. Hasn't got Will Smith in it, though. Yeah, they could have had him in there. I feel he should have made a cameo. They had a lot of actors in there that were in the original, and I do wonder how much they um, tried to get, get out of it. There probably was a point where they'd be like... It was like 10 years that the last one was released. And it was there. pretty cool in that respect how the storyline was 10 years on as well. Yeah, it wasn't like a normal sequel where they're just adding, let's just remake the same film. It was, well, I suppose. It was like, and, and, but then they also had like futuristic vehicles, and you're like, oh, I don't know, we're not that far ahead. You know how, yeah, like. Yeah, but they got themselves this special alien, alien technology. technology. And, that's, yeah. and I thought that was pretty novel. Like, that's pretty cool. Like, as opposed to some films that are like, oh, in the year 2040, we have flying well, cars. Back to the future. In the year 2016, yeah, exactly. you got hoverboards, and yeah. you're going, well, we've got hoverboards, but they're not what you think. Yeah. <laughs> That was not really hover. Mm. Actually, I've seen I've seen a hoverboard. No, a video of one. No, that's a magnetic. It's got to be on a certain track. Yeah, there's ones like that. When I was a kid, and probably still now, my one goal in life is to be alive when the hoverboard's invented. And I either wanted to be alive, like I could be okay with being eighty, or be the person that studies at uni and figures it out. But as I've grown up, and I've like studied at uni, it's not that easy. Like. <laughs> You're like, but by this point, science should have happened. It's, it's just technology in all these the movies should have had. Where are all the manic scientists uh, running nuclear energy through a car? Disappointed. Where are all the flying cars? Oh, well, nowadays, imagine all the red tape and paperwork you have to go through oh. to have a flying car. A hoverboard. That's, that that's is the, the dream. dream. Hoverboard's the dream, is it? Yeah. yeah. But think about it. it would, how much better? Snowboarding is not far off. That's snowboarding cool. is awesome. I love snowboarding. Mm. But if you want to hoverboard, like, what are you going to do? Commute with it and look like all of those other twats that have like an electric scooter? Yeah, yeah. That's true. You're not going to be a cool person. Yeah, but I think about it, an electric skateboard is pretty much a hoverboard. You stand on a board and it goes along about. They look like douches. Yeah. You know, then again, see. about this time in my life, I did have a ponytail and did wear a fanny pack and think I looked cool. Yeah, I don't know which decision was worse. But if I, hot, if Although, I had a hoverboard, that would have cancelled everything else. I'll say the fanny pack was worse because I, I too had a ponytail at one point. So that clearly wasn't the worst decision. Fanny pack's coming back. Really, if, if you had to pick one of those to have, you'd rather have the fanny pack instead of... It's or, very, it's or, very, or sorry, because I, I can't say fanny pack. I would say bum bag, yeah. You'd rather have a bum bag than a ponytail right now. It's awfully convenient. Awfully convenient? Do you know what else is convenient? Pockets. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Was Finally, good. it worked. <laughs> all we needed to do was have the music turned on. Oh, yeah. uh, I guess that's all we've got time for. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. Thanks for listening. 
Quick, I'll just put my quotes in. Uh, no, wait, oh, oh, oh. What was my quote? I can't remember. It wasn't even mine. All right, what are we talking for? Um, um, thanks for listening. Yeah, thanks for stopping I'm by. I'm glad we've written this outro out. Make <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure to, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. That's the one. I'm at Tarkin Ultimate and... I'm at Cope Styling. And, and you can go to the website, www.puppiesandwatermelon.com. If you haven't already, you can subscribe there. Apparently, after the last one we, we released not long ago, there was about 40, 50 downloads within 24, 48 two, hours. Two days, yeah, 40 hours. Which is crazy. So I'd like to request the first ever Puppies and Watermelon Census. Census? Oh, census. before we're going to go over an audit, but yeah, Census. Census sounds more friendly. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to make that sound official. I want an audit. <laughs> Should we get an audited? <laughs> <laughs> no, we're wrong. So all we're asking that if you're listening to this bit, so we're talking to people that listen all the way through an hour of us talking shit. If you get to this point, head to the website. And can you just go on, no, just go to the Facebook page. Yeah, Facebook page. Go to the Facebook page and just write on the Facebook page, on the wall of the Puppets and Watermelon group, just write, I am a watermelon. Yes. Or anything else. You can write anything else. Yep. You don't have to write that. But if you if you can't think of what to write, just write "I'm a watermelon." Yep. And we will um, confirm that. Uh, we would love to see because we just we'd love to see you know see what you think of the show and see stuff. other watermelons. Yep. No, I'm not sure where we're going here. I don't, I don't like watermelon, <laughs> but still, that's not the point. Uh, yeah. Anyway, thanks for listening, and uh, we'll catch you catch you there next time somewhere. Go to a place that isn't here. Mars, maybe. <laughs> I've got a cruise ship, bro. <laughs>